What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He wants you to go down and give him head. I'm going to use that term so I'm not giving away anything. Okay. How do you want him to ask you to do that? Or what term do you prefer? I think cock because it goes to the foreplay, like... I want you to suck my cock. And do you want him to say, suck, suck my cock, or I want you to suck, like, what's he saying? <laughs> oh, and I, like, broke character. I was like, wait. Yo, 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 what's every... No. 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 <laughs> Kidding. She wasn't. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. I am Jordan, a.k.a. J Money, this weekend. I'm Alex, a.k.a. Million Dollar AB. And welcome back to episode 30. And we're in a new place. We're in Huntington, West Virginia, which I think the coolest fact about that is that it's where we are Marshall's colleges. Um, and the place that you're going to be fighting Rough and Rowdy in. I'm deflecting. <laughs> I know. she. We're like, okay, can we talk about Rough and Rowdy? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, all right, respect. At the time, when you're listening to this, it'll be a thing in the past. I'll either be a winner or a winner because I can't lose. Because if I do it, if I get in the ring and I fight, which I will, then I've already won. Yeah. So um, it's Monday when you're mon- sometime next week. And we're recording in the past to you, but I've won Rough and Rowdy. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Also, uh, definitely recommend watching on YouTube because we are in a hotel room. And I feel like it's always fun watching like podcasts in different areas, environments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because we have the glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> which I might have to take off because I feel weird. They're not. You know, like the cheaper the sunglasses are, the worse. Like they make you, they make you dizzy. Yeah. I mean, these are literally 25 cents. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Also, you guys... We finally have Alana back in the building. How back back from her? That was quite the Euro vacation. Yeah, I'm, I was so stressed towards the end. I was like, I couldn't even like look at our Instagram page because it was oh. like stressing me out. Not because it was so, bad, right? N- no, no, no. <laughs> I was so proud of you guys. I listened to the po- the first pod that you put out that I wasn't here for, and I was like, oh my god, like this is really good. And also, I told you this, that it was so weird to listen to it without having been in the Like, you know, by the time the pod comes out, we've listened to I've been there, listened to it three times, whatever. I felt like a real listener. And I was like, this is a good show. And it was, a, <laughs> it was also a great practice to having like a producer, our producer, listen to it from the outside yeah. looking in. My favorite was some of the guys at the office were giving us, as always, like some heat about what we said. And they were like, you guys do realize and Jordan was like, you do realize we edited that and put it out. So, yeah, we realize. Yeah. <laughs> On the yak, they, like, were, yeah. they were talking about our masturbation clips. And I was like, you do realize Alex and I edited those clips. Like, we know what we put out in the universe. And we, we needed to, like, be humble. Yeah, but we were like, like, yeah, we know. We know. We, we, we know clips. what's out there. <laughs> um, 
Okay, I will say I think we should jump right into this episode because AB has a tight schedule. <laughs> I'm never, I am never type A, but I'm like, let's go. Also, <laughs> I will say I feel like our episode changed a bit because on our road trip from Kentucky to West Virginia, we got a little topic change up. Yes. What What did one of your friends text you? Okay, I gotta take these glasses off. I gotta look you, look I'll, at you. I'll in do the it eyes. with you. Oh my god. Yeah. So we were driving from Kentucky to. West Virginia, and you might be wondering why, well, West Virginia, there's no place to fly in, so you have to fly into Kentucky, then drive two hours. I think the, the another fun fact there is that we landed at the Cincinnati airport, which is actually in Kentucky. Okay, but I've, I learned it was the Cincinnati, tr- Cincinnati Tri-State Area Airport, which means it's Kentucky, Cincinnati, and then this other state. That's fascinating. Yeah. Who so knew? it's like you're kind of in three states at once. Yeah. That's why you always roll your cocaine inside your blunts. <laughs> That's a song. Oh, that was pretty good for her. I was like, like, I never heard that tip, but I'll write it down. Well, I can do two things at once, but you said two, three states at once. Oh, so I just rhymed it. But like hearing you say that, I was like, yeah, you are <laughs> badass AB. Right. Um, so yeah, I was texting my, I have to give him a shout out, my Bumble BFF group chat. And one of my friends sent me a poll that she was discussing with her friends. And she said, when talking dirty, which I loved because I was like, that's a big topic of ours. <clears throat> do you prefer dick or cock? Okay, the first obvious question here is, do you prefer it said to you or do you prefer to say? So the way she described it, yes, I know that can sound confusing, is, okay, so when you're doing it with, doing stuff with a guy, because I don't want to say foreplay or sex because that's going to go into the topic, do you prefer a guy saying cock or dick, like, do you want my dick inside you? Do you want my cock inside you? (laughs) Suck my dick, suck my cock. Like a guy saying it to you. It's... Oh, it's so easy for me. Is it easy for you? Yeah. It's dick, and it will always be dick, and it will never be cock. All right. What do you think? I do totally disagree with that. I couldn't what? disagree with that more. I would disagree with that as well. I you think guys dick are team is, cock? Dick is so immature. Dick is... I'm disagreeing with both of y'all. What? Yeah, yeah. So I said, um, when I'm having sex with a guy, I want them to say dick. Like, put put. I want my dick inside you. But then if I'm... For foreplaying, if I'm doing foreplay with a guy, I want them to be like, suck my cock. Oh, so you're both. Yeah, but I'm cock with foreplay, dick with sex. Hmm. Yeah, I'm never cock. It's I never, ever. It reminds me immediately of a rooster. Okay, I hate to say this, but can you ever imagine Graham being like, suck my cock? No, I'd be like, suck your own cock, bro. <laughs> like, don't at me. You're also a country girl. Correct. I'm, a, I'm thinking <laughs> of Correct. The, I'm thinking of turkeys with the gobbles. Yeah. When you say cock, I immediately, the penis is turning like to a turkey. But wasn't it, that was an interesting topic because she said her and her friends were debating it and everyone in the group chat was leaning towards different things some were saying dick some were saying cock but then when i separated it with the foreplay cock sex dick they're like wait that's so interesting because when you're doing different things with guys it's like we want them to say different things sometimes you know what i mean i need you to say it again so (laughs) like when we're doing things with alex is like i'm sorry i'm fighting i can't i can't like what was it When you're doing different things with guys, you want them to say like when you when you have sex or foreplay, you want the dirty talk to differentiate. You know what I mean? Yes. Then they went into the broader topic of do you think it's based off of the type of guy as well? Yes. Yes, totally. But because the cock guy to me is is a is a meathead with big muscles. Why is that? Why do I have the stereotype? Why am I stereotyping the no, words? I'd like to apologize. That's funny because the cock guy to me is a frat boy. What? <laughs> yeah. Who's the dick guy? Like a CEO in a suit? No, I think it's no. a little boy. 
It's like my friend. Oh, oh. Oh, ew, not a... Okay, well... <laughs> no, we're like, friends. That's what people say in conversation, normal conversation. That's why I don't like that. Suck my dick, bitch. Like, cock is reserved for the bedroom, just like the P word that I can't... I literally can't pussy? say pussy in, like, normal conversation. Only in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah pussy's Yeah, those words, it's, like, reserved for that. Yeah, I... I yeah. I feel like dick <laughs> yeah. also is for, like, a relationship, too. You that's what, what I mean. I, it strikes I, me as more mature. I don't know if I want my boyfriend saying suck my cock, but like a guy I'm hooking up with, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. If he, if a guy, if you and a guy are in the bed. And Who's he, this guy, though? Um, boyfriend? Marriage? Husband? Uh, okay. Fling? Somebody that's more than a one-night stand. Okay. It can be whatever like you fling. want. It can be a fling. It can be a husband. It could be a boyfriend. It could be uh, somebody you're talking to. And he wants you to go down and give him head. I'm going to use that term, so I'm not giving away anything. Okay. How do you want him to ask you to do that? What is that? What what what, th- per, what term do you prefer? I think cock because it goes to the foreplay. Like, I want you to suck my cock. And do you want him to say suck <laughs> suck my cock, or I want you to <laughs> su- like? What's he saying? I <laughs> 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 like real character. I was like, wait, because <laughs> because he's got to say it to you. Like, I was doing so well. I want him to be like, I want you to suck my cock. I think he's got to say, I think he has to say I want. I also don't think it's that bad if he says maybe like, I'm trying to think like, um, this is difficult because I'll just like, I would volunteer. I, I, nobody said it to me in a long time. I like voluntarily. Right. So it wouldn't be, but I'm trying to think of if I'm you and somebody's saying it to me, I think I would rather them say like, suck on me. Do you do you know oh, what that is? Would you know what that meant? Suck on me? I'm just trying to give you like different scenarios. That a no? No, That's thank an, you. Uh, no, thank you. Okay, suck my cock is a yes. Yes. Suck. I would like you to suck my cock Please is fine. Say, I would like you to. But I, want I want you, you to. to. I forgot. That's like a, the terms. Like confidence. Like I want you to. I, I would like you to. It's entirely too polite. And you're like, get out. Please, ma'am, would you? I would really love if you would suck my cock. I don't know how to say it other than please go down there. Okay, would you ever ask a guy to go down on you? How would you say it? Or would you just want him to know that you wanted that? I would just push his head down. Okay, right, right. Yeah. I, you guys know Turn I, the tables. Know, I don't know how to dirty talk. Yeah, you would just give yeah, him the... Okay, I was going to ask you this earlier, but this was a big topic in college. If a guy ever pushed your head down, what would you do? Oh. throw bows okay so it's hard because in college i dated a, the same guy for five years okay um so when my bo- ex-boyfriend my boyfriend at the time did that to me i'm like do not push my head down ever again so so i feel like the pushing of the head is a little disrespectful in my opinion i think with a boyfriend they shouldn't be doing that but with a fling if someone pushes my head down i'll just pick whatever because in college, I remember the head pushing thing and it was like a sign of an asshole. Like yeah. immediately I was like, oh my God, that's so disrespectful. Use your words. Don't push your head down. Total. But that was I mean. at a time of no reciprocity. Like, do you remember that? No. That's just when you were giving head and you were never getting anything in return. Alex. It felt so dirty. There's still no reciprocity. <laughs> I hate it. I hate, hate it. hate to break the news to What you. is wrong with the guys? It's either, I feel like guys are either too eager to eat out a girl or they don't want to do it at all. Because they don't know how. They probably don't. I don't know how you would learn that. There is no, the, the way I think you learn it is honestly, you have to talk to somebody about it. Like you have to be comfortable enough for somebody to be like, can you please do this? Yeah. Because there's no like rule book. I wouldn't imagine. I've never Googled it. Yeah. I- what? I was like thinking of something I wanted to say, but I was like, do I want to say it? 
Do yeah. You, okay, what is it? So, um, I dabble in the porn every once in a while. Okay. And I was watching this porn of this guy eating out a girl, and okay. he <laughs> was doing a phenomenal job. How also, do you know? Yeah. It just looked like it would be enjoyable. Because she was enjoying it or because of, of his technique that he was using? Of his technique he was using. What was the technique? It was, it was like a mixture of his like lips and his tongue mm-hmm. you know how like some guys when they eat you out this might be so graphic but they just use their tongue and they just kind of like poke it uh, yeah yeah there's like yeah uh, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i think guys forget that they should use their whole mouth and like their lips mm-hmm. correct no, not and, like i feel like it's either like you're like whoa bro or it's like this like the tongue like they like are afraid to touch it correct but it's like treat those lips like they're these lips yes with a little bit more like it would be as though it would be like if these lips had a sweet spot too though that you knew if somebody said immediately touch her front two teeth and it will be the best thing ever you would always know to touch the front two teeth like it's that simple yes it's like when you make out with a girl and you like find the sweet spot of the tongue like how to make out tongue yes that's what you got to do down there too correct wait so simple it, it, I feel like I and, I and this is not a shade to, to men. I feel like eating out girls is just I've I've never met a guy who's incredible at it. Actually, I've met one guy who has who is. Do you want to say his name? No, I'm just I kidding. do not. I do <laughs> you not. Want, you want to give him a little shout out? No, I do not. But it's it's a it's a it's really hard to learn. Like, I, I don't know how you would learn. I say no shame at all no. to guys because that's such a good point. How would you learn? But if you were wondering, I think it's I think it, I think it's not a lot of slobber. Less is more, more tongue and go up towards the belly button area where like the clit is and just kind of go around there and be like sweet with it. And you've got it. And also use your lips. Yeah. Don't just use your tongue use your lips as well yeah gentle though yeah like less can be more you don't it does not need to be like a lot of action like less is more because it's touch yes just treat them like these lips also i feel bad yeah because giving head every i mean giving head's pretty easy to learn people do you remember in high school guys would be like this is how you give head and it was like the thing to know nobody ever did that for us no one (laughs) okay but think about it like no one ever and there's no movies there's no nothing where they talk about specifically how to eat a girl out no so like of course guys don't know we i remember being in high school being like i gotta figure it out or i'm gonna be a loser yeah guys don't even know how to finger girls like it's literally like jackhammer (laughs) or like the gentle poke there's like why are guys zero to 100 where's the in between nobody ever told them like in high school they weren't trying to figure out how to help us they were talking about who did what to them that's so true not their fault technically but they can catch up now yeah it's a different world it's just be gentle the vagina is a gentle delicate flower it's like a jelly bean (laughs) it's not is it (laughs) sweet as fish sweet um peachos peachos like a peacho you would never be mean to a peacho. You would be sweet to one. But I like, I like to like destroy those, like the the sour gummies. But what about a peacho? I guess I chew them lightly. Yeah, you'd be sweet to that. Yeah, yeah. You can't hurt a peacho. <laughs> can't hurt a peacho. Well, nobody would ever. It's like a piece of gum. You chew it lightly because if you chew it too aggressively, your jaw will start to hurt. Yeah, think about that. Think about your jaw locking up while you're eating somebody out. Dude, I have locked jaw. That's all I'm going to say. But um, we did. We really want to start incorporating more listener questions in your guys' topics and what you want to hear. And we posted on Mean Girl Pod, hey, guys, what do you guys want to 
what what do you want us to talk about going forward? And we had a bunch about individuality and relationships. And we're like, that's such a good topic to bring up because I feel like a lot of people struggle with it. Yeah. The thing about it is like I think about individuality in our relationship and then I think about individuality in like your relationship with like a I think about it with Graham. Yeah. So it's like so applicable to so many things. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be in a relationship to um, relate to this topic at all. You can just it it even is within your family as well. 100 percent. Yeah. Like so I'm from the Midwest. So are you. And I don't know if it's like this in Oklahoma, but in Minnesota, people are really driven by relationships. It's very much so you grow up. your goal is to get into relationship get married have kids that's the goal Mm -hmm. every i i and like so growing up in minnesota i kind of always felt like an outcast because that was never my goal i was actually very i was single for about four or five years in minnesota too and i felt very alone Mm -hmm. because a lot of my friends had relationships and when and not all my friends some of some people that i know they made their relationships kind of their whole life like they would get into a relationship with somebody and that person was their everything. Like they would see them every day, hang out with them every day. They kind of lost touch with their friends. Their whole personality trait was I'm a girlfriend now. Okay. And it was hard because I kind of felt like I was left behind. I didn't relate to that. I lost friends because I was like, well, I want to hang out with you. And they're like, well, I'm hanging out with so-and-so. I'm like, you hang out with them every day. And there's no shade. Like if you want to hang out with your significant other every day, that is totally fine. But that's just not what I wanted. Right. So I felt like a lot of people in the Midwest, they have a hard time differentiating themselves and finding their self in a relationship. Yes, I would agree with that. And I think probably everywhere because I think, okay, so have you heard of the term emotionally porous? No. So like a sponge when you're, if you're an emotionally porous person and you're around somebody that's, um, cusses a lot, you're like cuss to be with them. Or like you kind of conform to whoever you're around. Yes. So yeah, if you're like with like chameleon. The, yes. If you're with the bros, you're a bro. So I always thought of like an emotionally porous person who can kind of never really is themselves. So then when you start dating someone or when you get a best friend, an emotionally porous person conforms to them and just is like them. And if you wind up with somebody, let's let's use a relationship for an example. If you wind up with a guy who believes X, Y, and Z, you're going to believe X, Y, and Z, get married, go on that path, and then that will be like your life. Yeah, we in the Midwest, we just call them chameleons. Okay, yeah. it's the exact same term. Um, the emotional side's just more like feeling, I guess. Yeah. And the thing that always attracted me to Graham was because I had, I had pretty strong parents. Graham was very like backseat right and and he showed this to you and I at the beginning when you and I started working and we would record an episode and we would show it to him a lot of times he wouldn't be like it's perfect I'm proud of you guys he would play devil's advocate so I think one thing in relationships being individual is not being afraid to challenge that person if you're close enough because it's like you know your relationship with them is strong enough so you know you can challenge them because they want that and that pushes that person to be more of an individual no I love that I, when you were saying that, I was like, I want to reread this person's question specifically because we had so many people reach out about it. Oh, the the main thing was like, how do you maintain individuality in a relationship? I think that's like the best question ever because I think you can get so caught up Mm -hmm. in doing what the person next to you is doing. But if you take a step back and if, okay, I think maintaining individuality is the reverse of that is not caring what they think. So it's like, how do you get to that point? And I think it's, I think it's so hard 
because you get caught up in doing what they're doing. But take you and I, for example, it's like letting you be type A, Mm -hmm. but then you letting me and loving me because I'm so different than you and being like, I support you for that. Knowing if we were the same, it would be boring knowing we wouldn't challenge each other. Yeah. Like actually Rough and Rowdy is a great example because obviously we're partners in this, but with Rough and Rowdy, you wanted to fight that's not me that's not my personality but something i loved is i loved organizing things for you being more of like the manager-esque not sass manager not sass <laughs> but being more of like let me help you with the logistics let me help you with planning because that's like the person i love we're both involved in rough and rowdy but we're very two different people in it right you know what i mean like i'm over here like i'm your bodyguard and you're over here i'm gonna beat someone's ass you know what i mean yeah so what is that the so there's the supportive element of it but also the non-controlling element of it. Yeah. That's maybe what it is. Like, I don't want you to be mean. You don't want me to be you. So we let ourselves do our thing. Yeah. I also feel like for me, maintaining individuality in a relationship is making sure you consistently keep up with your own life. Mm -hmm. So like if I get into a new relationship, which hopefully one day I will, I want to make sure that I still make time for my hobbies, my friends, my job. Like when I was... In high school, I was that girl who became her boyfriend. Okay. I, I stopped hanging out with my friends. I just wanted to be with him 24-7. It was on a healthy relationship, so I think that was a little bit of it. But that's all I wanted. And then when I got into my next relationship, I was like, my goal is I'm going to be my own person. Mm-hmm. And we were completely our own people. Like, he was the most type B human being ever. I was the most type A. I had my own friends. He had his own friends. We had friends together. Okay. And I feel like that's why I love New York so much, too, because... The few people I know in relationships, I never classify their personality as a relationship. Okay. Like you and Graham, two different people. My other friend, she's married, her own person. She still hangs out with us all the time. Mm -hmm. But in Minnesota, it was like, oh, you're coming. Oh, that means your boyfriend's coming. Got it. You know what I mean? You know what I think about a lot? Like when we're talking about these scenarios. (laughs) I thought you were about to be like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. That was so funny. I was like, okay. Okay, what? No, sorry. Delivery is probably like really off today. Um, But thinking about like the classic overbearing guy. You know what I mean? In in relationships where he's like macho. He's like, I don't want you to wear that. Yes. And then you're like, but but kind of like modern day Mm -hmm. being like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, I don't think we see that very often. You and Graham are the perfect example of that you do things where you're like i don't care i'm gonna do it but i'm also gonna talk to him about it the, because i th- i kind of thought like when we first got married i was kind of like w- looking at him for the rules and i did it for like six months and i was kind of like you're the man what are we gonna do and then i was like i don't give a fuck what we're gonna do oh you do you and i'll do me and we'll come home and we'll do a moral check together that's what it always comes down to like i love that we'll check in morally it's like with this podcast every time i go live everyone's like what does graham think about the sex like talk that we do and i'm like graham thinks if we're on here being bitches then we have a problem if that would be the moral ground that we would be crossing yeah but when we're talking about other topics like this it's like that's not really he's learned to love it I don't think he, when we first got married, I think he'd be like, you're going to have a sex podcast in three years? No way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now I think his mind's expanded because I was like firm on what I wanted to do. So I think if you are firm on what you want to do and you believe in it, then the other person in the relationship can come to terms with that. Yeah. No, I love that. 
So I feel like for advice, if someone was like, okay, give me a quick few things on how to stay individual in a relationship. I feel like from my standpoint, be like, make sure you keep your own hobbies, your own friends, make time for yourself throughout the week. Don't try not to see them every single day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. try to be you and act like the person you were before that relationship. Yeah. And dis- I think disagreeing, like normalizing disagreeing. Like if you think... I love that. Yeah. If you think they're going to be like, no, but you want to do it, go ahead and do that thing because they'll, if you walk them to the water, they'll probably drink. You'll get through it no matter what. And most likely you'll change their mind. But if for, if think about compiling for 10 years, you're not doing what you want because you're afraid of what your partner's going to think 10 years in, you're going to be pissed off and you're going to be mad at yourself. You know, what's so weird. I feel awkward and bad sometimes still disagreeing with people really yeah why do you think that is i don't know because i will people ask me my opinions every single day and sometimes i'll just be like yeah i like it even though i don't but it's because i don't want to deal with it or i don't want to start confrontation but i feel like you do a really good job of if you don't like something you're like no i don't like it and it never comes across as rude it's always so um what is the constructive constructive Mm -hmm. yes it's always so constructive and I don't know if it's something that happened in my past or what, but I, I do still struggle with just agreeing because I don't want to deal with it type of um, attitude. Because you don't want to agree with it. No, I don't want to deal with it. Don't I, I agree because I don't want to deal with it. Okay. Because I just assume if I disagree, drama's going to come from it or like confrontation. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't know. I must be something from when I was a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, probably. I had to train myself on it because growing up, my parents... I just always agreed with them. And then the older I got, I started like wanting to disagree more. And so I had to like, try. I'm trying to think like 21 year old me was so afraid yeah, to disagree with anybody that I was in a relationship with because I didn't want to deal with it. But then I think I found myself one day being like, I'm just a mime walking around and everybody's pulling their own string on me. And I'm like lifting an arm for them. Yeah. And it's like, I want to lift my own arms when Love I it. want to. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to make that a goal. I'm going to try to get better about, disagreeing if i truly believe i don't agree with something i like that yeah and you do a good job of it and whenever you disagree with me i never am offended so i don't know why i assume people would be offended by me disagreeing no what was it the compliment sandwich i think that's it i love that really it's like you can't critique something unless you unless you give it like a reason and like a like a different direction right yeah otherwise you're just being like negative because when we can say it now when Alana was editing the vlog because that's come out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, oh, yes. Alex didn't want a certain part in it and it didn't come across as, across as offensive. You were like, I don't want it because of this, but I love this. And you also had like, let's change it with this. Like it was very well said mm-hmm. and it didn't come across as offensive at all. You know what I mean? With, like oh, the no. boxing stuff. It's collaborative. Yeah. I was going to say right? that's working with people. And if you and do it to. in that way, then it, it's collaborative, not, you know, fucking like rude yeah right oh we're working together to get to a better result yeah like if you're gonna bring a problem or a thing it is bring a solution with it i love that yeah so i have a question for you guys because i have a question be an episode if you did (laughs) (laughs) so and this is actually great transition so in the car ride something brought got brought up where it was super interesting how i was telling these two that if they have their rational fear of never knowing the next time they're going to be able to relax. Like that's something that makes me panic and keeps me up 
and I worry about it. Like I never know the next time I'm just going to get a day of sleep mm-hmm. and relaxation. And then I was thinking, okay, now that summer's kind of wrapping up, fall will be like, September might be a little busy, but things will slow down. I'm wondering if once things slow down, I'm going to have a problem with that change and if it's going to bother me. You, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you will. And if I'll feel lonely. I think you'll appreciate it for... The grass is always greener mm-hmm. in these scenarios. When you're busy, you want to be calm. When you're calm, you're ready to gear back up again. Is your hair, your hair's caught in the Help me, sign. help Uh-oh. me. Thank Uh-oh, you. here we go, there we go. My ring was caught in my braid. Um, so, okay, so... Talk, so talking about feeling lonely after a change yeah is applicable to like so many scenarios in life right yes. college new city we've all moved to a new city like high school new, e- even a new relationship anything like that oh god so you can feel breaking up with one getting into one feeling lonely after a season of change is so relatable can i just say and this is so naive of me because it probably will happen i the next person i date i want to marry because i never want to go through that post breakup change ever it's such a painful time we were talking about this because people were dming saying how do i go through a breakup listener question well what's the tips for the breakup yeah you have everybody has to you have to pay your dues in this world and part of the dues are that heartbreak breaking up with somebody and knowing that pain and if there was an answer to it, somebody would have it. Some motivational speaker would have solved yeah. it. The pain sucks. And the only thing that heals it is time. Literally. And it doesn't matter if you dated this person, just had a crush on this person. Like there's been plenty of people I've dated that I've felt that pain of getting over just as much as an ex-boyfriend. I can go right back to it. I'm like, oh, I remember. Yes. Oh. It's like the first two weeks are the hardest and then it gets a little better, but it kind of lingers for a while. And I... I mean, you can distract yourself. That's an easy cop out, but it's it's a bandaid. It's not going to heal it. You just gotta. You literally have to just wait for the the wound to heal. Because man, there's a lot of band aids you can put on it. But have you ever seen the image? This is like, it's a little. It's it's God is the image, but he's taking away the small teddy bear and he has the massive one behind it. No. So he's like the the little girl's like I don't want to give him that teddy bear because she's afraid he's going to take it away and she won't know what to do. But behind his back, he's got a massive teddy bear. So it's like, I'm going to take yours away and you're going to be really sad. But look, I'm going to give you the big one. No, I like that. And I feel like that's like a breakup in a nutshell. It's like at the time, you're like, life is over. I don't know what I'm going to do. But it's like, hold on. Because one day, if you go through that pain, like one, it's worth doing. Because yeah. one day you're going to get something so beautiful. For a girl with a foggy brain, you're really spitting facts today. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have like three facts. But I I feel like that also goes back to how to deal with being lonely after change too because it's like post high school, post college, changing jobs. Like it doesn't matter if it's a person you're getting over from the change or like an actual thing. Like it's truly just time. Like everyone always I think says, at least in my opinion, this happened to me, the, the most lonely years are after college because I think that's the biggest change going from college to the real world. Because you don't know what to do. You feel like you can't relate to anyone. You feel like you think everyone's thriving. But really, you guys, plot twist, nobody is. Everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's struggling. Just no one wants to admit it. So you feel very alone. Like, those are the worst two years of my life. And the only thing that got me through it was a literal time. Yeah. And it's so true because you're... Everything's built in up until that stage. Yeah. High school, you go to school, you got friends. College, you go to school, you got your dorm, sorority, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out into the real world... Mm-hmm. and you're like there's no rule book there's no rule book it's just you you're at a job with a bunch of 60 year olds and you're like yeah. they've got the, it's so awkward yeah. 
But you know what I'm looking forward to? What? Everyone says, like, the 30s are the best years of your life. And I think it's because the boat is finally, like, steady. Because in your 20s, like, you're just rocking this boat back and forth. And you're like, do I have friends? Do I want a job? Do I want to move? And then in your 30s, like, maybe you have a little more figured out. Maybe? Thinking about feeling lonely after a change, I really felt that moving to New York even. Because any big phase of life like that, I feel like just, I feel like we're supposed to do it. It's good to feel it. Like, you can't expect to do something big and then not feel lonely. Because, unfortunately, no matter what, every time there's big change, you're going to feel lonely. Like, I was extremely lonely after college. I was extremely lonely when I started at Barstool. I was extremely lonely after my last breakup. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, being lonely in those scenarios symbolizes being outside of your comfort zone. Yes. So you did something, and then, of course, you had to be lonely, but it's a good thing. And I was going to say, do you want to know what came out of all those lonely experiences? What? Amazing things. Starting at Barstool, I was extremely lonely. Mean Girl Pod. Post-college, I was extremely lonely. Found a way to move to New York. Post-breakup, extremely lonely. Found myself. So being uncomfortable is winning. A thousand percent. Being, so being lonely, after, being lonely after a change, I think we started out being like, we'll give advice on that. Because it's a sad thing. Yeah. Turns out, A, it's inevitable. B, it's a really, really, really good thing. Yeah. And I think we don't, we we weren't able to give a lot of advice on this podcast. Not today. But I think the best advice that I can give, because now that I'm in my mid 20s, my upper 20s, correction, I have experienced a lot of, of the loneliness more than once. And I think what really helps me get through it is knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Because my first breakup obviously was terrible, but the second one I knew was going to be okay because I got over the first. Mm-hmm. I like I've been at my most loneliest ever, and every time that happens again, I know it's going to get better because nothing can be worse than the first time, or I know that it, it got fixed after the first time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think just telling yourself like it's going to get better, it's going to take time, but if you just believe it's going to get better, you'll feel better. I totally agree. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing. Like lonely has a negative stigma mm-hmm. because you immediately think sadness. But when you're lonely, when you and I have both felt lonely, also, you were probably reflecting. It made you really appreciate the times you're not. Mm -hmm. And it means you're challenging yourself in some capacity. Like you made some kind of a change. If you always do what you've always done, you would always get what you've always got. Right. So if you were always doing just do you never heard that? Never heard that. You never heard that? How do you pull these like literally like so fluently like out of your ass? I'm like, I don't know. Like you didn't even you don't you never even like skip a beat. I know. How I'm like, do you know that? Like all? my neck's so cranked right now. I'm in pain. She's about to fight, but she's still spinning facts. Like, we'll go through it. I read a lot. You know them so <laughs> Dude, well. It's very, like, it's, I should probably read it more again. Yeah. No, sorry. I used to read no, all the like, time. I love it. It's just like always catching me off guard because I'm like, fuck, like, why can't I do that? <laughs> You're like, I love when we when we say something real honest, like, wait. And I'm like, I felt smart today. <laughs> I felt wait. like a genius. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay. Oh, Once you, oh, I got it. Always okay. do what you always I was done. like, what was it? If you always do what you've always done, and you always get what you've always got, right? Wait, say that slower, please. So if you always do what you've always done, yep. you'll always get what you've always got. Oh, I love that. Right? That's, yes. If Yeah. I mean, if you... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's true. It's literally... Sorry. Fact. Deja vu, like, that happens every episode. <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that? And then you say it slower, and then Jordan goes, Wait, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Every 
great time. I know there's only a few times where I catch Alex off guard, but every time I do, I'm like, damn, I did something good today. <laughs> you know it is. I like remember every time where she's like, wait, you taught me something today. I'm like, yes, I did. I will write that in my journal and keep it forever. <laughs> You guys, I can't. I, I can't today. <laughs> I'm like, why? Ah, what was the point of it? Oh, so if you if you've done something different, you're probably gonna feel a period of a uncomfortable, b awkward, c lonely. All of those are good though, because that meant that you wanted to level up in some way. Yes, I, I love that. Yeah, and also if you're not changing your life, life's gonna be real boring real fast. Oh, can you imagine? No either and i never want to speaking of how have you changed yours lately have you shot your shot that was an incredible transition <laughs> finally um <laughs> no i honestly alex i this summer has been very even kill for me okay i'm planning on shooting my shot when the fall comes around and the heat turns off facials your skin looks fly. What does that have to do with shooting my shot? I feel like that was like something that you didn't used to do, but you're doing. Oh, yes. I, yes, I've been getting facials. My skin is, everyone is, keeps asking why my skin is changing. And it's like, I'm really taking care of it. Yeah, your skin looks awesome. Thank you. Erase, erase spa facials have saved my life. Blue mercury skincare. Speaking of that, I feel like we should quick do our recs at the end of this because people want to know. Oh, I love that. But um, what are what have you shot your shot? I did. I <laughs> I what did you do? I fought <laughs> in a box and amateur amateur boxing match in West I, Virginia. I, I did. Do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually wasn't the one I was going to use. I think I just had a stroke and you asked me if I shot my shot. Sorry, why? <laughs> I kind of was so taken aback. I was like, no, I have not. Damn, no shoot, no shooting this week. Um, <laughs> no shooting this no week. No shooting. <laughs> okay, how have you shot your shot? What was it? Oh, yes. On, well, the boxing, correct. That's the most uncomfortable. Let me just say, last week was by far the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in my entire life. But my shooting of my shot was I tried the new sex position that everyone was DMing. Yes, yes. Oh, gosh. Now we're going to be here for another, another hour. I'll be very quick. Amazon, <laughs> phenomenal. Can you... I don't know what it looks like. You're going to have to put the graphic up on the screen. Okay. It's I, a g- very graphic graphic. I looked it up and I remember I I remember that position now and I've only heard great things from can, it. Can you describe it real quick? I just don't know. It would be like here. Yeah. <laughs> the guys like that. Yeah. I'm the guy. And he can sit on the end of the bed too. Why are his legs up? Um the Amazon of the yeah, position. Yeah, it's 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 Amazonian. And then she would come in here and sit. sit. And like the legs can wrap around even. Oh, like reverse cowgirl. Exactly. Oh. A lot of people were Amen. calling it reverse cowgirl. Also everyone was like, "No! The dollar Jordan J J Money's dollar sign Netflix fell. Yeah, I've got others too. Um so that that's me shooting my shot was I I don't know why I got into like a funk where the only sex position I could think of was missionary. Mm. Mean Girl Missionary with the girl on top. And then that wasn't working. And so then I didn't know what to do. Mm. So everyone was DMing and they were like, have you tried Amazon? It's very close. And I was like, I've never even heard of it. But you reverse cowgirl fan? Didn't know it existed. What? Makes total sense. Wait, really? Never knew. Like, oh, wow. Or just never even thought to try it. But like, it's right there in your face. We should also talk about this, though. I, I do think I do I do think we should talk about Pink Whitney because they're sponsoring this weekend and it's incredible and we're so thankful for our sponsor. So shoot your shot, buy somebody a Pink Whitney shot, and sorry for spamming your Instagram of Pink Whitney. Also, once Rough Around is over, Alex will be drinking again, so we're going to be taking shots of Pink Whitney all day long. But speaking of that, we should talk about some of our listeners. Shoot, shoot 
shoot, shooter of the shots shoot, who have shot their shot because they're amazing. Okay, read them to us. So the first one is I got Bumblebee. Of- Boy, sorry, 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 sorry. I got Bumblebee BFF and I. I got Bumble BFF and have my first BFF date this weekend at a coffee shop. Cute. Obsessed. You guys know I'm a Bumble BFF fanatic. Yes. And then the second one is made a guy leave in the middle of the night so I could sleep alone. Honey, I love that. I've done that. Thrive. Get your sleep. Guys make you leave all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And then also just like, let's quick do our recs because people are always asking so many things. So like, mm-hmm. what are, what are your, like some of your quick three favorite things right now? Um, Charlotte Tillsbury bronzer. Cause oh, I yeah. could not get my bronzer. So I'm trying that face gym, uh, face. Mm, yep. It's a vibrate. It's not a vibrator, but it's a face gym thing tool. Yep. Massage lymphatic drainage and lymphatic drainage massages. Love you. Mine would be a race spa facials sephora collection lip liner and lip gloss everyone keeps asking me jordan what is the lip products you are wearing you guys it's sephora's line love it's incredible love and then my third would be you know what after today i can't i'm gonna contradict myself right now i'm gonna go back to diamond earrings oh love that i've been doing hoops for so long but my second piercing is starting to get infected and irritating and i keep trying all these hoops and they keep hurting me i wore diamonds yesterday i did not get pain at all once so i'm gonna be going back to diamonds hoops i think are over for jordan love it yeah love it. it's a good wreck yeah okay and uh you know with that ab do what you do best like comment subscribe subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on tiktok instagram twitter snapchat if you have one and facebook um leave us a review unless it's going to be less than five stars don't and we love you guys very much have a great weekend yeah we love you have a good week yes have a great week happy monday and we will be announcing the winner of the um the rough and rowdy lottery lottery Lottery. this week on instagram so stay tuned we did not forget it's going to be coming don't worry bye